And now, brought to you by Guru Energy Drinks. Good energy, smart organics. www.guruenergy.com Coming to you live, but not really live, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible Belt, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Gluck and Zach Bartles. I have a look in this. That's good radio. Yeah, let's do the unboxing of our old tech. Pull it in a little bit, man. Lean forward. Mm -hmm. All right. Lean into it. We'll lean into this together. (laughs) This is a box from, and I said Corey Anderson, and I was wrong. Okay. It's Cody Anderson. Cody, code. Code Anderson. And so here's what we got from him. Dude, where's code from? He is from Rollins, Wyoming. That's my favorite city in Wyoming. Rollins. I'm a big Rollins guy. No, I've never, I've never been, been there. I've never been to Wyoming. I, I cut through like a corner of Wyoming. You know what funny thing happened in Wyoming? This may not be funny for the audience, but I wanted to tell you because we're we're friends. Um, <laughs> when we were when we were on our trip out west a couple summers ago, we uh, we we hit a rest area in Wyoming, and it was beautiful. Like not like a rest area, you know, in the Midwest where it's just sort of drab utilitarian like there was a like a mountain vista in the background and uh this beautiful kind of um modern building and uh i'm walking in and i ended up chatting up the the attendant for some reason wanted wanted to talk with me so we ended up talking for a long time and and kk was like i'm gonna take the kids for a little walk and she took him for a walk and there was this gigantic snake across the uh across the sidewalk and they came running back uh and this guy we got to watch all this this is fascinating he took like he got on like snake handling equipment, and he like dealt with it. How so? Well, he uh, he had he he sort of corralled it with like a shovel and like a special glove, and then he tossed kind of, it. Yeah. So he didn't like cut its head off. No, like, you just let jerk. it go into the wild. Nice. Know? Yeah. Oddly, this is not the first time we've talked about snake handling. Did I tell you that story before? That Wyoming no, no, rest no, area didn't. story? No, no, we didn't. We, we Turk talked about uh, leaving a, a dead snake in someone's mailbox. That's right. I would never so, do that. I would never do that either. Baby, look at what we so have here. So here. here's what we've got. We've got two blackberries. This is outstanding. Now, KK and I used to have this model of blackberry, yeah? I think. Yeah. I think the blackberry is far superior to anything that's out there today. Do you? I like this. This I is like the this blackberry one. curve. I had the knockoff I had the version. curve. Yeah. yeah. Here's what happened to it, Th- though. This is what you had when I met you, I think. Yeah, I think so. I used it for such a long time. like It, it literally just... It didn't come apart in the conventional way that cell phones come apart now, i.e. the screen cracking. Uh-huh. Like, it all just came apart. Like, all this plastic just started falling off. <laughs> I took it out of my pocket one time, and it had, like, all of this area that you see here it was gone. And you could see, like, the wires and, like, the internal stuff going on in the, in the that phone. That sounds like a bad thing. It was a bad thing. That was this the end one, of it. I'm more interested in, Ted. Mm. See, I'm interested in this one. Talk about what you like about that. that what phone. I like about this one is it looks like, I mean, it's got the, the standard, I'm sure that's not a touch screen, but it's got the yeah. standard, I just see a screen when I, I look at it. Screen. This is the LG something. Yeah. And when you flip it open, mm-hmm. you got another screen mm. and, and a keyboard. A keyboard, a big keyboard with mm. like a mouse. This is the LG, it doesn't have a model name anywhere. Where's the mouse? Oh, there. Well, it's like a five way navigator, yeah, but yeah. In, in a way where it's. In a way, of, it's a mouse. I love this. You know what I like about these phones, Zach? There's a little heft to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You feel like you're really holding something. Dude, speaking of heft, mm-hmm. the Nokia... Nokia Digital. This, basically, you could kill someone with, and then you could continue your call, because That's it like would a be small fine. brick. Can I feel it? Feel it, dude. Throw it against something. <laughs> it, it, it survives and lands on a pillow. Yeah. So it is very tough. 
It didn't even hit the wicker. I was trying to hit the wicker. But uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you didn't hit the floor. It would have broken the floor. <laughs> it would have, dude. This is a nice phone. Yeah, yeah. There's I, a lot to this. I might see about reactivating that. I don't know, dude. We should both reactivate these. <laughs> dude, we could be we could be chatting on Blackberries. We could. I don't know. I'd be tempted to activate these LG Nokia situations what this, here. What is this deal? Does this also flip? That yep, one's cool. This one also up. flips open. Dude, too. I like that. Dude, this is a lot like the phone I actually use. Mm -hmm. Seriously, these are nice phones. In so that, code. It's got the. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, flips open. Maybe that is so, a lot like what you're yeah. uh, what you're working with at present. But mine also flips open like longwise. What? I showed you this before. Remember, I sent you a video of me like showing this off. You did, but I think I'd forgotten. It's got like a double hinge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I expected that to break quickly, but it never. That's outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ted, I want to talk about what you're wearing, man. Okay. Please Which see. is you're you're wearing a sweatshirt with a the face of. Charles Haddon Spurgeon smoking a cigar. I am, indeed. Where'd that come from? This came from uh, a company called Missional Wear. Uh, they were sponsors of uh, another program that I'm a part of, and uh, they're soon to be sponsors of this program, Zach. I don't know if that's, uh, if that's news that I should go public with right now, but I feel, I feel confident in that. We've been in some dialogue, uh, executives from their company, executives from our company, and, uh, our people, their people? Our people, their people. We're hammering out some, uh, some details of what the sponsorship will look like, and it may... Uh, I say may because I'm not entirely 100% on this, but uh, it may include some gut check branded apparel. That oh, it people... will. T can talk. Yeah. And that's you. Yeah. And and you will convince them <laughs> as part of our sponsorship deal. Well, baby, to make listen some to gut me. Check. I'm going to do my best. All right. I'm going to do. I'm not going to leave any stone unturned in this business uh, agreement that we have with Missional Wear. So uh, if I have to stay at the office late and sort of. <laughs> Loosen up my tie, you know what I mean, and kind of take off your shoes and put your feet up on and the kind desk. of do the thing where I say, "Hold all my calls, I'm busy," you know, and I'll put my shoes up, my feet up on my desk. You know, and you'll be like Don Draper, meaning you'll actually lay down on your your couch and have a nap and have like I'll a have fever a nap, dream, and then I'll and then I'll wake up and get the deal done. <laughs> Which actually, that's really is, how I see this going with missional wear. That's also how Michael Scott worked. Is it really? Yeah, he'd like go in and like fall asleep after a sugar coma, and then he'd close a huge deal. Mm -hmm. He's kind of like the modern Don Draper. He really is. They both have dark hair. They both work in offices. <laughs> I Dude, see it. Did you see the movie I told you to see yet? The uh, the sh Big Short. I didn't because that was only like twenty four hours yeah, ago. Yeah. But uh, Steve Carell in <laughs> but that. But I'd like to plays like a hardcore like traitor like like really Pesci. Guy, so, yeah. Talk about this movie. This is about uh, the stock market, no? It's about the housing market collapse. Okay. And wow. people who saw it coming. Might hit a little close to home, but... <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, it's about people screwing over the the big banks because okay. they saw what they were doing. Oh, nice. Okay. And, and and like a, like people who, who bet against the, the banking Now, this is franchise. based on a book by Michael Lewis, who I love, who wrote a book called Moneyball. Yeah, um, yeah, right. I really like. So, yeah, I totally want to see this. In fact, the day that you texted me about it, uh, I heard an interview with uh, with the director. And I heard that it, too. Yeah, it sounded amazing. It sounded really cool. And it was the guy who did Talladega Nights. Yeah, right. The guy and had done a bunch of like dumb Will slapstick Farrell. comedies, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but he sounded really sharp. Dude, he was, and it was a really it was one of the more uh, unique movies. Like in the way that like when you're watching Fight Club, mm. and you're like, wait a minute, are you allowed to kind of address yeah. me directly and like zoom in on the trash and go into the like? Dude, I love a bunch that. Of that I, lo stuff, I love uh, I love new stuff like that. I want to talk about another movie, but before we do it, I want to talk about what you're wearing. Okay. okay. Yeah. You're wearing, you're head to toe outfitted almost in gut check gear circa like six years yeah, ago when we absolutely. started the company. This you're, is celebratory. This is celebratory. You're wearing a shirt that says T 
T4GC, which means together for sort gut of check. says that. It's kind yeah. of crumbling off. I can see I can see the outline. You know what this reminds me of? Huh. Driving by like a homeschool van where you can see like the faint <laughs> outline of like whatever church they got it from. Yeah, you like a I mean? Korean church. Like a, yeah, a Korean fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> like Lansing Korean Fellowship. And that's then, that's sort of faint. And then the over background. top of it is lettered like the uh you know, Van Douglas Van Douglas my family van. You <laughs> van know, <Douglas. laughs> But anyway, your shirt says T four G C together for gut check two thousand ten. Now we've been together for a long time, baby, doing business as a company, haven't we? Indeed. I'm Matt. sorry to get all sentimental on you. No, do it. Just if we were if it. we were hugging, I would sort of grab your shoulders and pull out and just look at you for a minute. Should we talk about how I tried to actually do that, but I couldn't I actually practiced in the mirror. I love the that. really earnest face, that yeah. I was, and I was going to hold it as long as I could before I started laughing. I think we both had the same idea, though, because yeah. I, I went out yeah, and tried to do the same it. thing, yeah. and we both laughed immediately. And it didn't so work with us both doing it. Yeah, we both laughed. And about I wanted it. it to be awkward, but it actually it was it was unsettling how not awkward it was. <laughs> I know it felt so natural, didn't it? <laughs> it felt like this is how it, as it should be for us. You know what we didn't do? What? This is, hello, welcome, this is the Gut Check Podcast. I don't even know if this is a real, it's hard, this is organic. This is organic, this This is sort of like a, this is like the director's cut. Why don't you do it now, anyway? Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. (laughs) I am Ted Cluck, he is Zachary Bartles. She's Aaron Bartles, and she's She's Aaron Bartles, she's over there in the chair being very quiet and very complimentarian about the whole thing. (laughs) Now, let me tell you something that that I haven't told you about the cigars. Okay. We got free cigars from Jacob Hale. About cigars in general, or these cigars? These cigars. Okay. I I put up the podcast on Christmas Eve okay. after I preached the Christmas Eve service, yeah. and I wanted to make sure people listened to it. Yes, if, you know, on Christmas Day, yeah, if, as if they there should. Was some people making a long drive, yeah, you know, and so I uh, put it. I clicked to promote, mm-hmm. and guess what? What happened? It got denied. Okay. Because it said you're not allowed to promote any posts that have pictures of tobacco products. Oh my goodness. How lame is that? That's so lame. It was like, this is selling tobacco. And was I'm like, this no, a, we... I'm, I'm showing my idiocy here, but was this on Facebook or Facebook, Twitter? yeah. Okay. Facebook. Yeah. Wow. Which, to me, that tells me... But, but that also uh, brings up another question, and mm-hmm. that is, should I be the one to, to kind of review this cigar? You should, because of my yeah. employment situation. And I'll talk yeah. about how, if you were smoking it... Maybe you can talk about, like, if you were smoking one, what you or what you think I should say about this. Oh, that's that's, yeah, that's a lot of layers of, <laughs> of, you know, thought. But uh, but, I think you should say uh, it's smooth. Oh, all right. My that's... sense, you know, from watching you smoke it, is that it's nice and smooth. It has a nice draw. Um, it has a nice robustness for a dark wrapper, but it's not overpowering or overwhelming in the way that some dark, you know, kind of cigars can be. And you're reading all that off my face, essentially. I'm reading off your face, your body language, just your overall sense of. Enjoyment vis-a-vis the cigar, Am and, I right and, about and that? it's a shame that uh, that I'm I'm the one reviewing this because this is one of your favorite uh, tobacco brands. Which it is, is. it's uh, the the Carlos Tra- Taranio. Carlos Taranio family. I've hung with some of the Taranios in Miami. They are fabulous people and great cigar makers. This kind of shows my ignorance because the second band, the small band, says fifty years. Okay. The big one says Exodus 1959, and I don't know if that's the name of this cigar, okay, or if that's just something they put on their bands. I haven't smoked a lot of Taranos, but man, this is. I think it's the name of the cigar, wonderful. but this is a wonderful kind of box pressed 
you know, looking cigar, and uh, I like that anyway. I like that yeah. kind of squared off. Yeah, me too. I, I had someone try to tell me once that that meant that it was not properly humidified when after it got boxed, mm-hmm. and then I had someone who was an actual tobacconist tell me that that's laughably stupid and that yeah. this is an intentional. No, it's totally intentional. In fact, when I got my tour of uh, Cuban crafters in Miami, I saw the, you know, the the sort of molds by which these are uh, these are made, and it was fascinating. Nice. That's a thing we need to do together, baby. Dude, are they the ever going to have us that. back down there? You know, I had uh, I had some texts with Ruiz not too long ago, and I sort of I sort of floated that out there. So well, I was supposed to go last September, and at right. the last minute, it got canceled because they, it was just too late. They they, they they don't do things halfway. My understanding right. is, right. and and they would have had to shortchange it. No, if they have you down there, baby, you will be in a hotel with poolside cabanas. Actually, here's what he said: choice between the hotel or. He said, like, a Mediterranean-style house that the church owns for missionaries. Oh. And rent us a car. And oh, let us just, baby. just, like, stay for at least a week afterward. Oh. Yeah. Ruiz, nobody, are you listening? Nobody takes care of a speaker like Ruiz. Ruiz, we want to do right this. Now. We want to do it. We'll be all in. We'll, we we'll give you. it our all. We will give it our all. We, we want to see Miami. We understand yeah. it's clean. Actually, you know what I want to do right now, Manabeth? Talk to me. I want you to look at, for the first time ever, I'm going to get on the settee next to you, like okay. we used to do. Yeah, do it. I'm going to put the, the laptop on my... for it. <laughs> Come on, big guy. We're really close right now. Now, Our I thighs want... are touching, but it's okay. I'm not even pulling away. I'm bringing the snowball in. Yep. Now, I want you to yep. have a look at our new book. The Gut Check Guide to Publishing. The Gut Check Guide to Publishing. Here it is. Oh, my goodness. That is... Uh, the title page, and I'm going to thumb through it. Because you know what? Can I just say, I've been excited about every book that we've done together. I really have. But I don't think I've been as excited about any book that we've done as a company more than I am about this one. This one, to me, it represents something for us. I think it represents a step forward. Uh, I think it's our best work. I really do. I do, too. And I think that the fact that it's... I don't know. The, the gut check, the cigar book, mm-hmm. was serious. I was really proud of that. It was a too. serious treatment of a topic. Yeah. But it was funny. Yes. But this is far more serious while still being hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for all the authors on all the lame panels at, at all, all the, the writing, writing conferences. conferences. That's the, the dedicatory. I love the dedicatory. <laughs> all right, now here's Aren't the... are we funny about the things that we say and write? The way we use our words is my <laughs> yeah, favorite part. Mine too. The forward is by Chaz Marriott. Oh, and I'm going to show you the, the picture of Chaz in a okay. second. And I feel like this is the best... This is this is my own kind of interpretation. And, and, I'm, and I'm kind of blowing my own shofar here, but <laughs> better here than he blowing is. my shofar. Oh, look at that! You know, he looks to me like a young Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe mixed with almost like somebody drew him from an anamorph of Steven Seagal <laughs> and the uh, guy who plays uh, Terry Silver. Yes. I love and it. And then added a soul patch, because I was like, how have we never put a soul patch on this guy? I know. Chaz would do that. He would have a soul patch phase, wouldn't he? No, I want to show you. So just Here's here's uh, kind That's of the so layout Chaz. of it. Mm-hmm. We've got the Smug Veteran Editor. Oops, ah. hold on. Did I miss one? Dude, I love Smug Veteran Editor. Introducing Smug Veteran Editor. Then the rest of them I'll say from the desk of Smug Veteran Editor. I love it. I love it. No, I want to show you some of the other uh, doodles here, mm-hmm. man. Dude, speaking of doodles, I had a whole new book idea last night. Yeah, I don't know if it's any good, but can I can I drop it on you right now? It was good, and I want to hear about it. So uh, it, it, there's a little backstory. The backstory is one of the things that I got KK for uh, for Christmas was one of these sort of grown up coloring books that you can get at like Michaels. 
You mean like, you mean the kind of thing that every single woman in her late twenties, thirties, or forties asked for, for this year? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I got her one of these and some colored pencils, and it occurred to me, why don't we do a gut check coloring book, sort of chronicling the major events of our company? Okay, hold on a minute. My mm-hmm. wife needs to come around here because she's shaking her head no. Oh no! What does that mean? I think it'd be amazing if people could sort of I love it color the history of our company, and it would you? probably be less like those really intricate adult. Yeah, it wouldn't be books. like intricate, like uh, like florals or sort of that kind bugs. of thing. Bugs. Aaron has one that's bugs. It would be more like pictures of us. Well, I'm, <laughs> I think it would be more like the the coloring book that Stephen Furtick's church put out about him and his oh, vision for goodness, children to dude. do. Unbelievable. Let's hear the thoughts there, Aaron. Why are you shaking your head? No, this is Aaron Bartell's wife of uh, Zach. Why did we let her write a chapter in the book? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess uh, most of those are kind of nice things that you might want to pull out, put on a wall. They're things that would be, you know, have nice colors in them. What are we going to color? I mean, your your company colors are black and white. I'm going to push you a little bit on this. Okay. We're going to lean into this. Yeah, we're going to lean into this, the three of us. They might be pictures of us. They probably will be. Uh But, But think about this, Aaron. What if there was a picture of... The four of us. Mm-hmm. You, me, Zach, KK, at uh, Timothy's for a book launch. Like, that would be a page that you yeah. could color. What if there was a picture of, like, Chuck Weebus uh, riding a grizzly bear holding a chainsaw? <laughs> I love that. I that would you, be a you could, could probably could sell that. What if yeah. there was a picture of Cliff Graham with his, like, foot on, like, a mountain lion's face or something? Cliff no, Graham, like, like knee-deep in bodies that he's slain. <laughs> right? I like this idea, Yeah, Ted. I like it, too. Just, like, artifacts of our company... All collected in one place, and could, people could color that, and it could be like a keep, like a memento for. Could people, people color um, book covers? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. See, this is good. This is why we do this. It's a creative brainstorm because I hadn't thought of the book cover. This thing. is already going to happen. This is already yeah. in the works. It's in the works. But it's you, our next thing. Are you going to be drawing these? Well, that's the Ted, thing. Or is Zach going to? There's be only these? one person in the company who can draw. <laughs> I could draw some of them. I they think wouldn't be very should, good. I think you should draw some. Tristan should draw some. Yes. Tristan could draw. Tristan some could draw. He, yeah. yeah, he's quite good. He Aaron can draw, can draw some. Ted definitely can. I don't, is is KK is artistically inclined? KK can actually draw. KK's drawn some too. It's yeah. going to be awesome. I could draw some stuff. I've, I already I said you to draw I'd some things. It, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now you're okay with it. Here we yeah. go. Look at Turkish. Oh, look at this guy. He has an MA in literature. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. From St. Bonaventure. Read that whole thing out loud. <clears throat> All right. This is uh, this is the bio of one Frank Turk, a longtime friend of the company. Uh, in 1990, Frank Turk received his MA in literature and English from St. Bonaventure University and years later became a Christian in the basement of his parents' house one night while contemplating suicide. Wow, that got heavy. Uh, he's married to a woman who's much smarter than him and has two kids who are way more compliant than he deserves. He used to blog, writing on the coattails of others and the grace of God with Dan Phillips and Phil Johnson at uh, the Pyromaniacs blog until his permanent hiatus in 2014 and has been a contributor for First Things, Reformation 21, and the Gut Check Press. Uh, by day, he is a mild manner employee of Name Withheld to Protect Them, <laughs> and by night, he causes mayhem for the sake of the gospel. Isn't the that money. nice? Oh my gosh, it's the money. Hold up. Now we got the church church curmudge. Look at the church curmudge. Eh? Oh, eh? I love it. This is what I was doing on Christmas. Hey, you know what? It's probably better than what I was doing on Christmas. What, what, what could you have been doing that was bad? Were you like... 
No, it wasn't bad. Was it? No, just, no. He couldn't relax. Oh, no, right. <laughs> it was just sort of making everyone in my family happy at my expense, which Ted, is what I do every year. How were you able to relax? Were you able to, to do it? You know what, year? baby? All, all kidding aside, I had a very restful and relaxing Christmas with my family. My, my parents made it great. Uh, the kids were great. Look at that. A little picture of That's my lovely. lady. We got, uh, and then we got Cliff Graham. I like this one. Is there a picture of us in there, baby? Oh, yeah. No, the here's the thing. I, I, I kind of uh, used our main Our pictures, actual pictures, yeah. And yours is the one where you're holding the mug and you're looking to the side. <laughs> but based on the layout... The one that Altrogi loves. It on. sort of looks like you were looking at me, it's which okay. is kind of weird. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Cliff Graham. <laughs> Cliff Judas. He looks like a hitman. Now, in the, he looks like Luca Brasi from the Godfather series. In, in the uh, the reference picture I used, he had like dots all over him, like he had been like like initiated into like a, a tribe of some kind. Sure. Or he had been down because that's that, a normal thing that people do. He'd maybe been with that guy who you wrote Dangerous with. <laughs> yeah, right, about. Caleb. Yeah, right. In the in the jungle of Nebraska. Dude, I love the glossary. Mm-hmm. The jungle of Nebraska. Oh, look at that! That's us. Yeah. Dude, we look great. I think that they're pretty good. And then that's the end. That's the book, man. Oh, it's beautiful. It is. It does look like he's looking Yeah, like he's like... Like, like hey. I'm admiring you. Like, yeah. hey. And I'm like, you know. <laughs> Ted looks at me. Yeah. <laughs> you look all sheepish. You look kind of coy. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, there's a weird dynamic in there's this There's a picture. weird dynamic of the group. I, I should have flipped them, is what I should have done. It's okay that you did. that picture. Um, but, you know, the beautiful thing with, with Gut Check is that we can always go back and change it however we like. If you want, I'll flip it, and then if people actually order soon enough, they'll get the, the odd, you know, the... Can you do something for me? What's that? Since you, uh, since you manage my Facebook page, could you use that as the, the sort of I'm photograph of me? Oh, yeah. I, I would prefer that to the actual one. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, let me read this uh, email from... Okay. A lasher. A fellow lasher. I feel like we've really made inroads with the lashing community, haven't we, through this podcast? I feel like we created the lashing community. <laughs> we created the lashing community and... and oh, and it's they... a picture. Oh, look at that. Look at that's, that, dude. That's some intricate lashing. I to, I, I'm, I'm ashamed. I don't even know what that is. It looks like a canoe, though. I think you're right. Kind. I think okay. you're right. This is from Matt Swire. Maddie. Uh, gentlemen, <laughs> I have stayed silent for too long. Your conversation several weeks ago about Kayak Guy, Zach's bike lashing, and general tomfoolery has made me wa- has made me want send you know let's be well, nice. It made me want to send in my two cents. Yeah. As a West Michigan resident just down the road from Mr. Bartles, hey, mm. Mr. Bartles is my father. You call me Reverend Bartles. Oh, I love it. I can tell you that Maddie. <laughs> Mr. Maddie. I can tell you that here in Michigan, there's a lot of lashing going on. There is. This is a lash-heavy state, you know? <laughs> Actually, it's what is creating the resurgence in the Michigan economy. It really is. The lashing sector Lashing supplies. Growing, and, yeah. yeah, things to be lashed. <laughs> As a skin-on-frame <laughs> kayak builder... Oh, that's so hipster. That's so West Michigan. <laughs> this guy has a huge beard. I've never seen him, but I know Nalgene bottle, beard, North Face jacket. He's accidentally lashed his beard into a number of kayaks. Went to Calvin College. Um, I have to individually lash each joint with artificial sinew. <laughs> Attaches a picture of the inside of one of my skin-on-frame kayaks. Now, in your lashing uh, experiences, have you ever worked with sinew as a <laughs> lashing material? You know, I, I pref- sinew's okay, but yeah. I prefer um, Velcro and elastic. The kind of lashing and plastic materials you can get at Michaels. Yeah. yeah. If you can't get it at Michaels, I have no interest in it. I don't it. think they sell sinew. 
Should you know the... who I you know who I bet I'm, I keep interrupting. It's all, it's all right, man. It's not me that you're offending. It's Maddie. You know who I bet has a lot of sinew for lashing is Cliff Graham. And he, and he, it's not artificial. He pulled it out of like bears and like yeah, like ligaments of of bears, saber tooth tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Should. Should the Gut Check Army ever need to rise up and seek transportation across the Great Lakes, please let me know months in advance so I can make sure to lash together an appropriate number of kayaks. Oh, Maddie, you know what? We should do a boat trip. Oh my gosh, yes. Although, I want someone else uh, like paddling. I hate how hard it gets when you've been kayaking for like Here's what three I want. minutes. I want someone else who knows how to do all of it. <laughs> From building the boat to getting it to go. Uh-huh. So that we can just basically do what we're doing now, which is talking. And then when we get to the other side of the lakes, I want them to actually pick me up out of yeah, the boat yeah, exactly. and just set me on the land. And just carry me gently. You know what I mean? <laughs> actually, I want to be in a sweatshop. Yeah. And I want Matt Swire, or Swear, Swire, it's probably Swire. Maddie. To come, Maddie to come in and actually pick me up yeah. and carry me out and carry me to the sweatshop where Aaron is working. Yeah, and then I in turn will pick her up. This is a fantasy that we explored the other day on the, pro- uh, uh-huh. on the program. Didn't Only we? it didn't have Maddie in it yet, so yeah. he'll be carrying me. He'll be carrying Aaron to the ball. See, I want him to carry me into the Air Force ball, where I meet KK, who's actually the model for like a, a B seventeen. And you nose actually, art. you don't yeah. actually dance with her at the ball. You dance with the the plane. I just go out and sort of gaze up at the plane, and then she comes up and she taps me on the shoulder, and I'm like. There's that moment of realization, right? You're a real flesh and blood lady. Yes, you are. <laughs> all right, let me end this here. Keep Not up. that I've thought about that at all. <laughs> keep at up. Length. Keep up. Hey, can I read the very end of this? Please do. Judas. <laughs> <laughs> keep up the great work. I can't wait to lash my next boat while listening to your podcast, Matt Swire. Matt. Yes, Maddie. That's no money, Maddie. I'm, I'm just noticing Matt's email, the... Uh, the the back half of it is at lakeshorevineyard.org, which means it's either, being that it's West Michigan, a vineyard church, or it's an actual vineyard. Let's check it out. Oh, we can do that. It'd be more fun to just kind of speculate, but... It would be. Vineyard church or actual vineyard? Vineyard I, I, church. Dude, vineyard church people would probably not listen to us. Because we're... This guy does. Lakeshore Vineyard. Sundays, Sundays 10 a.m. Oh, boy. I love it. Maybe it's a vineyard church that's housed in an actual vineyard, though. That would be very hipster. Yes, it Lakeshore would. Vineyard is associated with the vineyard movement. Oh, okay. Well, great. We're Go to more... staff. Maybe we can see what this guy... Dude, we can have a look at We're him. getting freaking ecumenical over here. We it's are. more than just reformed guys. Baby, we bring people together. There he, he is. is. There's Matty. He doesn't have a... Oh, he does have he a beard. He does have a beard. Yeah. Of course he does. Dude, area of focus, guy. Sunday morning worship leader and worship team organization. And lashing outreach. And la- yeah, lashing He has a ministries. lashing outreach. Yeah. <clears throat> I love it. Reaching the world one sinew at a time. <laughs> I just made that up. Maddie, you can use that. Don't give away any more free work. Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you, too, something exciting. Okay. When Those I was, your notes. Show notes, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, show notes. I had five prep. things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Well, I knew that you and I were going to get lost in just kind of, you know, each other's eyes mm. initially, and then just chatting. That reminds me of a Debbie Gibson song that we probably <laughs> listened to when we last hung out, didn't we? Why don't we sing it together now? I get lost in your eyes, and I'm something, something else. What? Oh, Aaron knows the words. And I'll be found when I get lost. In your ass. Dude, you know what? I, I, I don't know if this was on that record, uh-huh. but I th- always think of her in the picture where the, the knee was torn out of the jeans. Oh, dude. And there's a smiley face drawn on the knee with a pen. Dude, I have both those CDs. You do? I wish I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Because now I'm going to go, I'm going to like steal down there in the middle of the them. night and look at it. I don't want to look at those at all. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> but uh, I was I was on uh, the the page of the, the service we use for our books, for the print on demand. Yep. And I'm waiting for it to okay the file. Okay. For the gut check pi- uh, guide to publishing, which is now available, by the way. Is it really? Buy it. What? Uh, by the time this is. Oh, over. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. It is. It totally is. <laughs> and... Uh, Guess what I saw happen? Yeah. The number of, of uh, books sold on the smoking book yeah. went up by four in the matter of about five minutes. Are you kidding One me? One at a time. It wasn't someone buying four of them. Baby, they are literally flying off the shelves you during the holiday season because it, it's the best Christmas gift imaginable. Also, since we're past Christmas, makes a great birthday gift. It does. And also, and a it makes a great epiphany gift, gift which That's is coming right. up, so buy now. Um, <clears throat> you know, the, the uh, smoking book... Mm-hmm. Is uh, by far our bestseller. I yep. think it will be surpassed by the guide to publishing. I hope that it will be because I, I think, as I said in the uh, in the the intro to this segment, um, I'm really proud of it. I think it's our best work. And baby, I have to say, you did the the lion's share uh, of the work on this one. So kudos to you. Well, thank you. I like putting books together. It was yeah. great. Yep. You like lashing and putting books together, and some other things too. But those are the two that we're talking about right now. <laughs> Can I ask you to help me with something, Ted? Please do. And I guess it's not you because you're not on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But we are, though, as a company. Yeah, and and I I noticed that you've been getting in there more often. I got in there. There was one thing I had to take care of, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you 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 had to kind of shut someone down. <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down now. <laughs> it reminds me. Hold up. Has there been any further dialogue on that? Because I I I said my piece and then I left. I don't know. My computer died, and I haven't been on any social media in a okay. long time. Look at what I put on the running header during Shut the rewrite now. of the. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it, baby. Dude, should we? Should you and I do a reading of of smug veteran editors rewrite? Of yeah, the... we should. All right, let's do this. Oh, I forgot! I rewrote a whole scene from a movie that we love as a company. You didn't. Yeah. Smug veteran editor did. Smug veteran editor did. That's right. I'll tell you what. I'll be Hans. Okay. You be Ellis. Okay. Uh, should I read the setup? Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is uh, this is rewritten script pages. Uh, from the classic movie Die Hard. Uh, interior, Nakatomi Publishing Office, night. German terrorist Hans Gruber is seated at a mahogany desk while Carl, his sidekick, skulks around menacingly with a machine gun slung over his shoulder. <laughs> Carl looks like Fabio. Hans looks like your accountant if your accountant wore really nice suits. Ellis, a wickedly handsome and promising young acquisitions editor, enters. <laughs> he is wearing khaki pants and a Nakatomi Publishing golf shirt. It's not what I want. It's what I can give you. Look, let's be straight, okay? It's obvious you're not some dumb, dumb thug up here up to snatch a few free books, am I right? Carl looks at Ellis and then at Hans and then turns back to the Harlequin paperback he's reading to kill the time that happens in between killing people. You're very perceptive. Hey, I read the papers. I watch 60 Minutes. I say to myself, these guys are professionals. They're motivated, i.e. they're happening. They want something. Now, personally, I don't care about your taste in literature. I figured you're here to negotiate. Am I right? You're amazing. You figured this all out already. Hey, business is business. You use a gun, I use track changes. What's the difference? (laughs) To put it in my terms, you're here on a tough rewrite and you grab us for some green mail, but you didn't expect a poison pill was going to be running around the building. Hans, booby, I'm your white knight. I can give them to you. (laughs) 
You know, you're making some great points here. I'm going to let you give them to me, and we'll just take what we have, cut our losses, not kill anyone else, and then leave. Sound okay? Oh, before I go, <laughs> I've been working on this book proposal. Sheepishly. And that's not something he says. That's, yeah. that's direction. I mean, it's not that great or anything, but if you'd be kind enough to take a look, it's about a middle-aged guy from Germany trying to find love in America. It's, it's, a, it's a fiction novel. Now, I'm going to have Carl open this can of soda and pour it for you, and you can just drink it like a gentleman, and I won't shoot you while you're drinking it. Oh, dude, gut check. Man, smug veteran editor can really write. Yes. Yes, he or she can. He or she really can. Dude, that's the money. Oh, I love our book. Ah, but to get back to this thing I want help with. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. You needed some help, didn't you? I've got uh, a campaign, so far a one-man campaign, Okay. with Olive Tree Bible Software. Okay. They used to make the Bible software for the Palm. Okay. They have since shelved all the Palm stuff and taken it off their servers. Okay. And I have been continually... That's a shame. ...kind of going to their window, like the widow in the parable that our Lord told, Mm -hmm. and just saying... (laughs) I want to buy a CD of all of these files from sure. you. All the free ones. You know, yeah. no licensing issues, no, no, public no. domain. All above board. And they keep saying things like, our apologies, most many apologies, we have taken them off our servers. And I'm like, yeah, I got that. I'd yeah. like a CD of them because yeah. you didn't like burn all the backups. Right, right. You didn't just lose it all. So right. if maybe the Gut Check Army would tweet, like they did with Guru, yeah. why, aren't, why aren't we drinking Guru? I wonder if my lady would go get us a couple of Gurus. Dude, that would make me feel awesome. They're in the fridge. You can talk. Yeah. No, <laughs> she's she's bashful somehow. Um, but uh, if if maybe the gut check army would, would uh, it's just uh, I think it's just at Olive Tree. Let me real quick check. So Olive Tree has a Twitter presence. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. As you would expect from Bible software. So tweet at Olive Tree. Let them know that you heard it from at Gut Check Pod. That uh, that you want. Um, Tell them exactly what it is that they want, Zach. So it's Olive Tree Bible at okay. Olive Tree Bible at Olive and, Tree Bible, and they would like gut or they would like Olive Tree to make available the old legacy palm files mm-hmm. uh, for interested parties, That's namely right. me, i.e., uh, and and they think that it would show a great deal of kind of customer customer care, customer service. Yes, yeah. yes, it would show that they really care about the end user and they care about uh, the those, Bible. Yeah, right. right. You know what? Let's Which is something there. we care about too. We all care about it. Well, but it remains to be seen how much Olive Tree cares about it. Is right. the thing. I don't want to live in a world where you can't use Olive Tree Bible software on your severely outdated piece of technology. This needs to happen because, as we learned from a great uh, musician at one point, um, computers <laughs> and the city and the city are the future. The, and and I include in that computers and the palm. Yeah, yeah, well, they're, they're handheld computers. Oh, Ted, this also brings up something very sad. Oh, no. <sighs> Palm-related as well. And I know that you're not really very interested in the Palm Pilot, so I appreciate okay. your listening. Sure. You know, providing an I'm a ear listening for ear. me. Yeah. I realized... Lay it on me. ...that the Palm Pilot's uh, date book... Okay. ...runs out on December 31st, 2031. Oh no! And as so you're looking at a you're looking at a 15 sunset. more years. There's a sunset on 16, this. 16, 16, 16 more years. Okay, I'm not a math guy. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, 
It, I, just for fun, I did okay. like the Y2K test that everybody did yeah. when they set their computer to 1999. At, sure, sure. Know, and instead of like cycling back to like 1931 or something, okay. it, it got to... Oh, Elect- oh so Guru Light! Uh, oh, yeah. Here's the sound of Guru being opened. Again, our sponsor is Guru... And this is Guru Light. And Guru just made us make those noises, like, oh. Yeah. So that happened, because uh, it's so good. Mm. Cheers. Baby, that to is so check. good. To freaking And it's cold, check. and it's nice. Yeah, it is. Mm. And it's like heaven on my tongue. Oh. This is another thing that I just said. <laughs> but uh, you know what it did? It got to um, like 11.59 okay. and 59 seconds, uh-huh. and it just stopped. And mm. it just stayed there at 11.59.59, and just sadly stayed there. Baby. I, I'd like some programmers out there maybe to mm-hmm. write a patch for me. Mm-hmm. I will pay good money for it, but I, I probably won't be able to pay you until maybe about 10 years from this now. This is a serious thing, though. So if you're a Gut Check listener, if you're a fan of the program, uh, you could really minister uh, to <laughs> Zach and to the program by writing uh, a patch to allow him to continue using his palm post, what are we looking at? Tw- or, uh, 2031. 2031. Yeah. For 2032 so, and beyond. For 2032 and beyond, we'll be... We'll be older men at that time, won't we? We will, and <laughs> I don't see that I'll, you know, any any thought or any hint that I might be an older man who doesn't want to keep using my palm. You know what's crazy about that? We'll be in our fifties. Yeah. When that happens, yeah. I don't know why I'm getting all sort of thoughtful about this, but I, I envision us in like older man windbreakers, and <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I'll still be drinking Guru. I'll be drinking. Well, 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 that goes without saying. Guru will still be probably sponsoring this program. Hopefully, one could hope. Yeah. Podcasting will involve holograms at that point. Right. It'll, it'll be like we're in your room. You know what I mean? You'll be able to taste the guru because yeah. there will be some kind of technology yeah. for that. Now, Ted, let me ask you this, man. It's getting up toward when you're going to go get your family. Sure. Do you think that maybe tonight mm-hmm. the four of us, and by the four of us I mean you and me and our spouses, yeah. should uh, record maybe three or four chapters of re-raptured together I would like love we did that. that one time only for actual use on the program i would love i would love nothing more than that because we are as as we've uh, discussed ad nauseum here on the program we're in the midst of gut check literacy month uh literacy is meaningful for all four of us because every every person in that room around the table is an author uh-huh. um we care about words we care about writing we care about literacy so we want to give you uh the listener uh an opportunity to listen to our book on the program. Re-raptured. Re-raptured. And we can have, you know what would be funny? We can have the girls read the girl parts. You know what I mean? That would be funny. Like the Carol Ann parts. And, and uh, the, uh, what's her name? What's the Sylvia. name? Sylvia. Misty and Emma. Misty and Emma, that's right. What, what's the name of the uh, pantsuit lady? Kate. Kate. Kate Russell. Kate Russell. Kate Russell. That We have a lot of female characters. And maybe what we also <laughs> want to do at some point is just kind of sneak in a few of those uh, original readings. Okay. I don't know how far we got in the book, but we got we got into it. We did some serious work that night, didn't yeah, we? It's been edited a lot since then. It has. Yeah, a right. lot of things oh, about the uh, Yeah, that wasn't re-raptured. Yeah. That was Beauty and the Mark of the Beast. That was Beauty and the Mark of the Beast, the earlier iteration of the book that we've that we've since tinkered with, as it were. Was there any f- further dialogue about that uh, gun thing? Gum thing. Gun thing, the thing that uh, remember? Oh, I'll check that too. Yeah. Um here here's some here's some tweets we've gotten. Mm. We, we, we've, by the way, we started welcoming people into the army, and we did it once. Yep. And we've had like 48 people since then, and we haven't done it. So, and welcome to you, 48. Welcome to everybody. We'll be sending out a mass email about the release of this welcome. book soon. Yeah. 
Um, so here's what Michael Woodard said. I'll be happy to spin Woody. some rocking 90s tunes at the Gut Check Pod Party. Nice. We really need to do an event so that people can can be there in person. And then I want to read another little exchange that I had, and then we'll look about at the gun thing, too. Um, There's a picture of our books. Yeah, look at this. Both of our books. Scott McLean, this is an awesome guy from the Gut Check Pod. He says, Scotty, we love Scotty. Post-Christmas reading list. Get ready, Cliff Graham, Ted Clock, and Z Bartles. And he's got Song of War, Pastime, and The Last Con. Dude, God bless that guy. Heck yes. You know what? You're paying for... Oh, no, all this stuff is free. Mm. <laughs> yeah, everything that we're consuming right now is free, isn't it? And then the sushi we're going to have later is going to be from the Gut Check uh, coffers, which have mm. been just kind of stagnate lately. So, in our uh, on my other program, there was a dialogue about... Guns about uh, we we talked about Jerry Falwell and how he sort of wants to arm everybody at Liberty University, and um, it was funny. But then that led to a discussion of you know like what do you guys think about guns? Do you have guns? And Barnabas and Ronnie were both pretty non-gun people. Ronnie, really? I would imagine him to have like you know like no, an AK forty-seven no. and you would think being <laughs> that he lives in in Ohio. I but, wouldn't uh, think though being Ronnie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But, uh, he has one, but he knitted like a sweater for it. Yeah, <laughs> like a cozy, like a, a, like a, a military cozy. He has a military jacket for his Kalashnikov. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that actually oddly works because where he military. lives and military jackets both would kind of it, it kind of works. But um, I can't see him firing a gun though. Is the thing. But so anyway, a listener wrote in, and I, I didn't say much one way or the other. I think I was opening mail, but. Um, <laughs> A guy wrote in, and he was very serious, and he said, you know, you guys are really showing your man buns on this, i.e. you guys are soft or whatever, because guns save lives, and then he linked to some article about... Here it is. Okay. Happy Rant Pod. Responsible concealed carry gun owners, and of course, you're feeling my gun in your hip right now. Yeah. Kind of like Ace Ventura. (laughs) Um, Quote, save lives. I think that was a reference to homeschool. This is the same guy who had written us an essay about how homeschool Is it really? It's the same exact guy. Okay. Yeah. Guys, your man buns were showing on this. Mm. And here's Ted's response. At this guy, at Happy Ramp Pod. At uh, this guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to reveal his identity. I don't know about that. Uh, he said, but gun-toting homeschoolers save the most lives. That's what I wrote. Uh, and then I said, Ted, uh, parenthetical man bun for the record is a gun owner, which I am. So, Heck yes. Um, Shut him down now. Lest he think that uh, you know the gut check pod is just a sort of fey... Non-gun-toting <laughs> uh, uh, program. Have we talked about this on the air? Hmm. This is a movie on IMDb okay. called Left Turn. Okay. It is a like Latino gangster movie. You see the guy here, right? That's a guy that I've seen before, isn't Danny it? Danny Trejo. Okay. Who, who has the horchata tattoo on his chest, we said. <laughs> yeah. Drinks a lot of horchata. And who else is in this? Let's see. It's got uh, right. Michelle Rodriguez. I've who, heard that person couldn't... Oh, dude, she, I've seen her in a thousand movies. She's amazing. Okay. Uh, Luis <laughs> Guzman, who's, uh, you, you might remember, we always call him Sports and Milk because we didn't know his name. Okay. He was on uh, Magnolia. Okay. Uh, and, he was, and he's the guy he's who... He's kind of a, like a shorter Hispanic comedian. Yeah, right? he was on, uh, uh, what was the one we watched with Donald Faison and Dennis Leary? Uh, Double Whammy. Double Whammy. He was the guy whose daughter was trying to kill him in that. That was the worst movie ever. Yeah, but this guy is awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, let's see, a, a number of other... I, I looked at, I clicked on a number of these people. They're all like... I see names all around the ring of the picture. Is that... And you also see the name written by Cliff Graham. Okay. So Cliff wrote 
this this movie. It's coming out soon. This guy's got so many irons in the fire. He can't even keep. He track has literally of what to irons promote. in a fire. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he hasn't been promoted. Which he then take he he, he pounds the <laughs> irons them. until they're sharp, and then he takes the irons out of the fire and runs people through them. <laughs> <laughs> and he does it with the look on his face from the the little the doodle the, the yeah this doodle. look yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the do- and the look from the uh, yeah so the graphic. that's that's pretty wild <laughs> that is wild is Anne Hathaway in the in the program. I doubt it. I think she would have gotten billing over Danny oh, Trejo. I thought I saw a picture of Anne Hathaway. No, that was Danny Trejo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From a distance, they look similar. <laughs> Strong. It just got real. <laughs> Titanium needs my biggest friend. I'm Episcopal. We're going to go with Strongbow today. Just know that it's not my decision. Why aren't we still flying? This is Gut Check Literacy Month week, I want to say, six. Week six of a 35-week week month. A 35-week month. Yeah. Uh, and guesting this week is the one and only Kristen Cluck, the saucy mm. broad, uh, who will be portraying... Wearing some very nice glasses. Wearing some nice glasses. I do say so myself. Reading glasses. Mm. Um, and so hopefully Ted can focus on, on the written word. I'll try. Um, <laughs> Got a naughty librarian next to me. I'll do my best. All right? That's right. We should. Oh, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about the song "Hot for Teacher," so we can use it to come in or out. (laughs) So, uh, without further ado, uh, Kristen will be uh, uh, playing the part of Carol Ann, uh, and this is Chapter Seven: Settlers. Carol Ann isn't sure how long she's been in love with Duke Morrison. It probably started with her dad watching football, pardon the pun, religiously, every Sunday (laughs) afternoon after church. Ironsides wouldn't let any of her six brothers and sisters actually play football, citing violence and the potential for injury, which is ironic given his abiding passion for ultra-violent action films. (laughs) But he's long been a dedicated fan, even going so far as to install a special satellite dish in the backyard so that he can tune into every football game being played anywhere in the world. (laughs) I remember your last year as a player. Carol Ann wrote in an early email to Morrison, with whom she corresponds daily. You had the bearing of a king. In your dark blue Riddell helmet, with the dark visor and retro neck guard, it seemed like you were making every tackle. You seemed to thrive on the violence, while at the same time loving your teammates and even your opponents. I loved the passion that you brought to the game, even though I was very young. I remember the dark eye black (laughs) underneath your eyes and how it would sort of run down your face throughout the course of the game as you got sweatier. (laughs) Morrison reclines in his dark den, wearing a team-issued Denver Value sweatsuit, an omnipresent tumbler of doers in his left hand. With his right hand, he flips open his laptop and scans Carol Ann's latest email. He slides a pair of bifocals down his nose to get a better look. He rattles a few cubes of ice around in his glass and clears his throat before comprising the following reply. Thanks, Duke Morrison. She spends, by her own estimation, at least an hour per day conceiving and then crafting correspondence with Morrison, an exercise she has had plenty of time for given the fact that she was homeschooled and wasn't allowed to do any extracurricular activities. (laughs) Because she doesn't know a lot of people her own age, she has cultivated the Morrison-related fantasies for a long time. 
and far from being disappointed that he hasn't retained his playing physique, she thinks his gray hair is dignified and regal. The irony is in the fact... Ah, sorry, dude. Dang it! I know. The irony in the fact that her dad is such a rabid Denver Values fan is not lost on Carol Ann Ironsides. She is also the kind of person who feels obligated to explain irony and subtext. So in this case, it means that the fact that her father would be mortified if she knew she was in love with a hardened ASFL football coach who is, as far as anyone knows, not a Christian and as such is certainly not Reformed or Baptist. Further adding to the irony is the fact that Ironsides has a vintage Duke Morrison jersey hanging in his closet, (laughs) as well as several authentic Ted Strongbow jerseys. He lists meeting Morrison and Strongbow as items on his bucket list. He is the kind of guy who says, bucket list. (laughs) Ted Strongbow is an American institution, he explains, as a bigger-than-life, literally, image flickers on his bigger-than-life television. He is a modern-day action hero. Ted Strongbow embodies everything that used to make this country great. Courage, valor, heart, and an unbreakable will. Dad, those are all basically synonyms for the same thing. She points out. She's just screwing with him on one level. But on another level, he knows she's right. What you need to do, he says, she knows what's coming, is find yourself a guy like Strongbow. And by find myself... You, of course, mean allow you to find. She explains. Tad Townsend is the name of the kid with the bouncing knee and the bead of sweat and the right answer to the favorite football team question (laughs) in the interview with Lewis Ironsides. He's also a little bit smarter and more people-savvy than his cupcake college major would indicate. (laughs) 30 yards, yells his father, Jim Townsend, from the back porch of their hand-built home, and horse ranch on a plot of rural property in an unincorporated part of Delta Township. Unincorporated because Jim Townsend wants to put as much distance between himself and the government as possible. Also, he's wearing khaki pants and a golf shirt. That about does it for things you need to know about Jim Townsend. (laughs) His bored-looking wife sweeps the porch. She secretly follows Rachel Held Evans on Twitter. (laughs) Tad takes a few large steps backward and cocks the compound bow that he carved out of oak last winter. Each morning after mucking out the horse stalls, he comes outside and shoots his bow. He can shoot an apple off a tree stump at 40 yards while reciting Latin poetry. Benefits of a classical education, he mutters to himself while blasting another apple in half. It's a line he heard while watching the clean version of Die Hard. (laughs) Jim Townsend made his fortune raising and selling livestock for homeschool families. Chicken, which are so 2011. Rabbits, which are so 2006. Horses, which are timeless like vinyl records. (laughs) And now and then the occasional honey badger for families for whom the aforementioned have gotten boring. Of late, he has also formed a boutique agency for young reformed men looking to have their marriages arranged. He helps them fill out the online applications that are now standard as a result of Lewis Ironside's book on arranged marriages. He helps them prepare in the following areas. Wardrobe. Townsend has even been known to lend his own khakis to clients, (laughs) which, the khakis, have been described as, quote, timeless and reeking of credibility. (laughs) Interviewing. Townsend works tirelessly tirelessly on behalf of his clients, according to a trifold brochure entitled, Married Now! (laughs) 
He has been known to secure interview questions ahead of time so that his clients can arrive at the interview relaxed and confident. Physical fitness, push-ups, sit-ups, raw eggs for breakfast. Sick. Tad can't decide if Carol Ann is even pretty, which is disconcerting to him. <laughs> Growing up evangelical, he has learned to distrust feelings of any kind. <laughs> And he has learned that talking about the hotness of a given girl makes him sound shallow and uncaring. But he does care about the hotness. I mean, he has to live with this girl for the rest of his life. Nobody seems to understand that, and by nobody he means his father. He smiles at the irony in the fact that although his parents worked very hard to shelter him from this kind of drama, i.e. being disillusioned about one's parents, he's having the drama anyway, if only internally. He deals with it by shooting another apple off another tree stump. Yes. Tad's archery will come in handy if the nonprofit his father is on the board of, called Settlers of Nebraska 501c3, <laughs> a subsidiary of the Presbyterian Orthodox Church of America, or POCA, succeeds in, <laughs> succeeds in purchasing the entire state of Nebraska. Once purchased, the group plans to rid the state of any technological advances and, according to the trifold brochure, Quote, restore this once great state in this once great country to a simpler time in which men were men and in which women stayed home and took care of their men and also their many children. <laughs> End quote. There will be no automobiles or electrical appliances of any kind allowed in the state, and men will wear only clothing unadorned with logos. The brochure is quick to point out, however, that what they're doing is in no way Amish, explaining that it is, quote, totally different. <laughs> Tad will ostensibly live there with Carol Ann doing things like hunting, planting, and harvesting, which is, to him, a bummer because his real passion is computer programming. His father has already secured the lucrative horse contract for the entire state, the name of which is to be determined. He sees his father checking his phone on the porch. Tad, it's a go, says Townsend enthusiastically. He will receive as his agency fee a cut of the bride's dowry. Start packing, he says. You're about to become a married man. He sets down his bow and walks toward the house, feeling like he really ought to feel more excited. Oh, man, that is the money. You know what else was the money? What, baby? The sound of the crackling fire I in like the that. background. It sounds like a fire that you would light outside in unincorporated Nebraska, you know? <laughs> hey, thanks as always for listening. We will see you next time. I'm